Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hey, I hope you're having a great day. I am so excited to be back here with you. I am off tour. I am back home and had an amazing time. Okay, today we're going to talk about audience engagement. But before we get started, I want to remind you, are you on the email list? You can join. All you have to do is go to takethestagepodcast.com, click on that resources button, scroll to the bottom, and you can just sign up right there. Or you may see one of those resources and think, ooh, I need those five fixes. Or I need to understand how to create an email that connects. Those are there for you. I created those for you. They are totally free. So today, engaging your audience. Why is this essential for a speaker? Well, number one, if your audience is not engaged, they're not going to hear your message. If your audience is not going to engage, they're not going to take the next steps needed for the transformation you're going to share. God is using you and this message to make a difference in the lives of the people who will hear it. Now, not everyone will take your message to heart and immediately walk it out. But you have planted a seed and God's word does not return void. And we know that. So it is your job to use everything within your power to engage your audience. So let's talk about how that works. Well, first of all, as a speaker, and if you've been listening to me for a minute, you know that I say step on the stage and start your story. Your story doesn't start with what is known as backstory. You don't have to tell me why we are where we are. You just start in the middle of the story. You start where the action is. You start when you pick up the phone and somebody has called you and they say, hey, Mary, you have an aneurysm. What? Or you start in the middle of the story when someone knocks on your door and they tell you that you are being sued for a million dollars. What? Or you start your story with something like, imagine you had the power to make the whole world happy. Those three different openings will capture the attention of your audience. And that is your job. You cannot connect with people who are not paying attention to you. So it is your job to capture them and then to captivate them. Now, I know many of you did master your message with me. Thank you for that. It was so fun. We may be doing that again, but it'll be in about six months. But in the interim, I want you to really think about your opening. I want you to think about how you get their attention and how do you hold on to their attention. Now, we often get their attention telling our story. So I tell my story and then I shift 
the story to we. So for me, I will talk about the aneurysm diagnosis. Now, if you've been here, you all know I survived. But there was a percentage that I would not. There was a percentage that I would go blind in one eye. Now, most people do not have that. That is not as relatable. I mean, I thought aneurysms just happened. I didn't know they were a thing. I thought they were like an action, like an aneurysm. I did not know that people survived them. So it is not as relatable as some of the other parts of my story. So I use that as the setup to really talk about my really lukewarm attitude. Yeah, because that's relatable. And I say, the Lord woke me up from this place of being truly lukewarm. And he enabled me to really, truly walk out the calling that he had for my life. Now, I wish it hadn't taken such drastic measures to get my attention, but that happens sometimes for me. I have brought them into the story, but then I've given them a place to join me in the story. That lukewarm place of faith. Because I think every believer walking on this planet has had those moments. And then I give them a secondary place to enter into the story with me. When I talk about the fact that I am going to serve speakers as a coach literally days after this diagnosis. And I say, I love the foreshadowing of the Lord because he knew this was exactly where he was calling me to. He knew that this wake-up call, this wake-up call that he had given me was for me to pay attention to what was coming next. And what was coming next is that he was calling me to use my gifts, my skills, and my experience to help other speakers on their journey. That is how I let them be a part of my story. I allow them and give them an opening into where they can walk in. You know, if you have a very hard story, having an aneurysm is a hard story. I don't think it's as hard, and I definitely don't believe it's as hard as some other people I know. People who have lost children and lost spouses and have suffered through cancer and so much more than what I suffered and what I dealt with. They have hard stories. And you may get people to go, wow, that's tough. I can't imagine she got through that. But you have to have an entry point for your audience to engage and connect directly to what you're talking about, to your transformation. So for me, I go from the aneurysm to this this lukewarm faith, to this calling. And then I walk into how I wrestled with God and how I didn't think I was worthy for this calling. I didn't think I was capable for this calling. I didn't think I had enough to say. I did not think I was famous enough for this calling. How ridiculous is that, that I say that out loud? Because fame has absolutely nothing to do with calling God's place on your life. I want you to hear me. 
because that's really just a message the Lord has just given me. Fame has absolutely nothing to do with the calling on your life. It has nothing to do with the amount of followers you have, with the amount of friends you have, with wherever God has placed you is where he has called you to. Now, you're called to be a speaker because you're listening to this podcast. So I want you to hear my voice and I want you to know that if God has called you to it, it is for you. Don't be like Mary. Do not wrestle with God about this. Well, nothing wrong with a little wrestling, right? But understand that he alone will provide for you. I struggled with the, like I said, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not famous enough. Who would ever want to learn from me? And I shifted that. And in my message, I let them know that when my confidence shifted from who I am in my flesh to who God is, that's a game changer, y'all. That is a game changer because my calling is where I find my confidence to do what I do. Even right now, when you're listening to me, my confidence is not in me. It is in the God who has called and equipped me. It is not in who I am, but it is whose I am because he has equipped you. Now, I don't know where you are in your equipping journey. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. From the time God called me in August to literally four years later, I believe, when I clicked on the microphone and started recording what would become Take the Stage, that was a season of wrestling and wrestling in the best sort of way, wrestling out with God. What does this look like? And y'all, let me tell you. There were so many things it looked like. It looked like lots of different stuff. There was a thing called set the stage. and I was going to work directly with authors to help them with their messaging. Now, I do that, but I do that under the guise of working with speakers in general, not just authors. Because here's what I learned and I know. You do not have to be an author to be a speaker. You can be. But it is not a requirement. And you see, if God had not shifted me away from that, I would have cut out a whole group of people of which I am one because I am not an author. I'm a speaker. I would have cut my own self out of my own ministry. I mean, how silly is that? But it took me a while to get there. It took me a while to get there. And there is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. God in his wisdom, knew that I needed time. I needed to work through what this was going to look like in my life. I needed to know that I could do it and do it well because I'm an overachiever. And one of the dangers of being an overachiever is that we can sit on things because we have a little bit of that perfectionism stuck in us. And I learned that You don't have to be perfect to start. You don't have to have all the answers to every question to start. So I'm telling you all this because I want you to start messy. Now, 
You're a speaker. Do you have a one sheet? Do you have an opening to your message? Do you have a message? I'm asking you all these questions, not to make you feel uncomfortable, not to pressure you or push you, but yeah, a little bit of that. Because if you tell me you're a speaker, what is the step you will take today? What is the step you're going to take today to step forward in your speaking? How will you do that? How will you make that work? What will you do? Are you going to craft a one sheet and put it in the Take the Stage Speaker Facebook group? Get some feedback. Are you going to share the opening of your message? Hey, here's my first 30 seconds. No more than 30 seconds, because if you haven't captured me in 30 seconds, I'm going to give up on you. I know that sounds very harsh, but remember, you are reaching out to event planners. So if you want to put your first 30 seconds up in the Facebook group, come on, we got you. I would love to see that. What will you do? Because here's what I do know. Your story matters. Your message is important. God has given it to you. He's entrusted it to you. And he has plans for it. Now, what I need to know from you is what are you going to do with it? What is the step you will take today to take this message from your heart and move it forward so you can share it with the audience? All right. I will see you in the Facebook group, right? And if you're not there, you can find it by going to Take the Stage Speakers. Just do a search. You'll find us and just click join and I'll meet you over there. You have a great rest of your day. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at takethestagepodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.